Hello, and welcome to Catholicism in the Car. My name is Parker Zerbal. Okay, I want to continue our conversation about vocations, and I didn't really get to get into very much how it is that one discerns their vocation. Now, I'm going to preface this with saying that there's no sort of oracle, there's no, you know, most likely there won't be a voice coming down from heaven saying, you should join the priesthood in this diocese, or you should become, uh, join the religious life in this specific religious order, and then you should become a priest in that religious order, or a brother, or a deacon, or, you know... (laughs) Um, there's, there's not going to be a voice coming down from heaven saying, you need to get married. Uh, there's not going to be a voice coming down from heaven saying, uh, you need to become a perpetual virgin. That was another one I didn't talk about last time. Uh, it's, it's because it's basically a subset of religious life, I would say. Um, but, uh, the order of virgins, which is basically, um, it's for women living a secular life. Um, but they pledge a perpetual virginity. Uh, for the rest of their lives. Um, we actually have two women in this vocation in our diocese, and it, it, is, a, it is a very beautiful vocation. Usually it's a, a conversation between the woman and uh, her bishop as to what sort of formation needs to go on and when said person can actually take the vow uh, of a celibacy. So, uh, or it, yeah, it's called consecrated virginity is what it's called. Uh, so, yeah, yeah. Uh, I had to kind of thread the needle there through some cars. <laughs> um, so discerning your vocation. There's no, there's no like strict roadmap on how to do this. The first step is getting into a, a rhythm of a prayer life. Okay. Um, and I know people throw out there all the time, you know, pray at least 15 minutes a day if you can. Um, and, and yes, that's true. I mean, you should be praying every day for some period of time. And depending upon your state in life, that's going to be shorter or longer. Um, I've heard people argue all over the spectrum that, you know, 15 minutes a day is probably enough for a lay person. Uh, you know, the lay person should be seeking to pray always in that they're able to consecrate everything that they do to the Lord, all of their work, all of their pain and suffering and joy. <clears throat> and yes, that's true. And of course, if you're a, if you're a, a parent raising 10 kids, chances are you're probably not going to have a lot of time for alone. Uh, you're not going to have a lot of alone time for personal prayer. So, yes, I think there's some validity to that. But it, there's, there's no, like, one-size-fits-all deal. Because there's lay people who will pray an hour or more a day, depending on their state in life. Um, maybe they're married, they don't have kids yet, or they're married and they can't have kids, um, or their kids have all grown up, they're retired now. Um, you know, there's an infinite variety of, not infinite, but quite a multitude of different uh, of different situations that a person could be in that would affect that would affect uh, their spiritual life. Now, I would say daily prayer is necessary in one way or another. Daily prayer is necessary in the same way that making uh, daily contact with your wife is necessary. Like in the sense of even if I'm on a business trip or something, I should at least give my wife a call every day, okay? Um, 
She shouldn't go a day without knowing and hearing that I love her. She shouldn't go a day without me telling her that I love her. Yeah, so, so a prayer life is definitely the beginning of this discernment. Now, <laughs> you might be disappointed. I, I preface this podcast saying, you know, I was going to talk about how do you discern. And, and really, it's a, there's, no, there's no one-size-fits-all thing. I mean, there's hardly even general pin- principles, I would say. Because the Lord is going to take your life in so many twists and turns that w- whether it's externally or interiorly, you know, that, that you're going to think one day I'm going to be doing this, either with, if, if it's a career or a vocation or just like something within your interior prayer life that you want to keep doing. And you say, I'm going to do this for the rest of my life. And the vast majority of people, at least, you know, won't stick to that for the rest of their life because... Because God doesn't desire that kind of consistency from us. He doesn't desire the consistency of uniformity. He desires the consistency of relationship. And consistency in relationship takes many different, many different twists and turns. Um, so let's say you're in high school or college and you're trying to figure out what vocation you should discern. My first tip would be don't spend a lot of time thinking. Just do it. <laughs> um, if you think you need to discern the religious life and that you haven't given yourself the opportunity to do that, go do it. Uh, I think virtually every layperson should actively discern for a period of time the priesthood and or the religious life, obviously depending if you're a man or a woman. Um, you should give active discernment to those things, which means not just prayer. Prayer is the, prayer is the first step in anything in the Christian, for anything in the Christian life. Um, but, but after prayer comes action in one way or another. Um, you can't just sit there thinking about what it would be like to be in the religious life, because I'm going to tell you, <laughs> or the priesthood, because I'm going to tell you, it is nothing compared to actually going on a, a come and see visit, or a visit to a seminary, or speaking with your vocations director for your diocese, or... Uh, the vocation director for any specific religious order. Like, and there's plenty of resources online that give you, like, okay, here's the amount of religious orders in the U.S., you know, here's their vocations number or email, and, you know, and then you can kind of sift through them and see, okay, these are the ones that I'm interested in, and go from there. Um, if it's, if you're discerning the Dawson Priesthood, which... If you're a guy, I think you, sh- you should discern the Dasson priesthood no matter what. Like, before I joined the religious life, I took uh, multiple visits to seminaries and had multiple conversations with uh, the vocation director of our diocese, um, quite serious conversations with him about which way to go. Um, yeah, so, so really what it comes down to is you just gotta, you just gotta jump in. And it can be scary. It can be, it can be quite scary. Well, my car is on empty now. The gas is almost empty. Um, it can be quite scary doing that. Uh, but I want to offer you some encouragement um, to just get out there and discern. Actively discern. Visit places. Um, make calls. Talk to people. Um, you know, emails are okay, but nothing's going to compare to a phone call. And phone calls are okay, but nothing's going to compare to an actual visit to a place. So, <laughs> yeah. 
that would be my practical advice. There's no like, there's no like five steps to discerning your vocation. Um, you just got to get out there and do it. And it's a relationship. So the Lord will lead you and just trust in him. Um, it's going to be different no matter what you, what you end up doing. Um, so yeah. All right. Oh, uh, real quick, real quick, please feel free to uh, subscribe to any of my podcasts on any of the podcast players. Find me on YouTube. Please subscribe. Like me on Facebook, like the Catholicism Car channel on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. We're all there, Catholicism Car. Find me. And then I also have a Patreon account if you wish to support what I do at, at this podcast and this YouTube channel. And you can also support us on anchor.fm. There's a support button there you click on. I also have links to all of this on my website's support page at www.catholicisminthecar.com.